welcome back to Professional Ranters. I'm Cheese Man, and as always, I am joined by a very sad Finkel. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to be uh, recapping, what are we on now, week 14? Yes, recapping um, week 14. Yeah, how they how they went by. Um, if you'll give me a minute to get my phone out of this sock. I, uh, um... <laughs> so much to explain there. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. The viewers can make a... The viewers can determine for themselves why my phone is in a sock. So, just gonna be recapping. First, a quick overview of the games not considered to be, like, insane this week. We did have some... We had possibly the game of the year this week. Um... I think we, you know, it's, yeah, just notable games. And, um, so we talked about Thursday night. Sunday, the Bears beat the Texans. The Cowboys defeated the Bengals. The Cardinals squandered the Giants. The Buccaneers beat the Vikings. The Broncos took down the Panthers. Derrick Henry went insane again, took down the Jaguars. The Colts beat the Raiders. And the Seahawks handily defeated the Jets. Um, first game of note we can talk about the is uh the Dolphins. They're yeah, uh, Chiefs at Dolphins. Uh, what did you think about this one, Sad Finkel? So I'm not actually entirely sad. So I don't really like saying, oh, I mean, you played a good game, but but you still lost. I mean, you still lost, right? It's still a loss, right? But here's the thing about this game, which I think is okay to lose. For this game, right? I don't think any Dolphins fan with a, with a sane mind thought, "Oh yeah, we'll totally beat the Chiefs. We'll totally beat them." Like I thought there was some hope because we're a good football team and we have smart coaches. But still, uh, we we lost by six, so we covered the spread. So that is one thing. Also, just some little something to note here: we picked off Patrick Mahomes three times, which is more than all the other games he's played this season combined. He's, he threw two before this game, and then he just just threw three. Two of them in the first quarter. Yeah, he his receivers were looking not great. Because yeah. wasn't the first two were, yeah, like, first tipped, two were right? tipped, and then Xavier Howard just Odell'd. I saw. That, that was, was awesome. I was, yeah, I, that's good for me, too, as a Packers fan. Would love to see Aaron Rodgers win MVP. And I feel like him and Mahomes are kind of 1A and 1B right now. So, yeah. it'll be exciting to see how that happens. Because I still think, I think, too, the Titans and the Panthers on the horizon for the Packers, that's two easy passing defenses. That's two possibly four touchdown games, mm-hmm. which all he needs is 11 to hit 50. So, Just that'd be, that'd be interesting. And I think, what's Mahomes at? Like, Mahomes is at, like, 35, so he needs 15, which is less likely, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, so he picked off Mahomes three times, which is amazing. We still lost, but then again, we could have gotten an onside kick on for a Hail Mary. It was it was a good game. Yeah. Let me ask you, if you did a Hail Mary, I w- you would think, so Ryan Fitzpatrick's arm is like insane, mm-hmm. right, compared to Tua. Would you put Fitzpatrick in? I was in, actually debating you, that uh... as I watched the game. Like, do you put Fitzpatrick in because he's got such a huge arm? So I think they actually would do that just out of just statistics. But here's another little thing to note. Mm. Tua still managed to throw 300 yards, two touchdowns, despite having Preston Williams out, who's been out, 
Then Devontae Parker goes down with a leg injury. I'm not even sure what happened to Mike Gesicki. So that's all top three targets on this offense. Go oh, Gesicki clutched me a fantasy yeah. win this week with his two touchdowns. Yeah, that was amazing. But but after that, he gets injured, right? So now our leading receiver is Lynn Bowden. And I don't think any of you have probably even known the name Lynn Bowden unless you follow the Raiders or the Finns. Because we traded for him like at the end of a month training camp. So the fact that he's our leading receiver with 82 yards, and we still managed to cover the spread against the best team in the NFL, like, that's just that's just insane. So if we did win this, we'd gain a lot more respect, like, just through the NFL community, and I would love nine wins. But considering that we're eight and five and had, and our leading receiver was, like, some, like, practically unknown rookie, and then Tua, Managed 300 yards. If he did throw a pick because Jakeem Grant sucks, I will get to that later in the episode. But it's just really impressive. I'm I'm proud. I think that's a little frightening, too, when you look at it, though. Cause so, if, what, the top, what would you say, four targets were out? Because Grant was out, too, right? Um, I wouldn't say he's a top target, considering how many balls he dropped. No, well, I mean, he has, in terms of yards, he was yards in the top four. Sure. Like, the top four yardage people yeah, were out. You could say that. Yeah. That's a little frightening that the uh, next next best guy only has 80. Because looking at other teams, like, just looking at the Packers, their top, like, their second best tight end, Mercedes Lewis, I would say he's probably the, um, he's probably the fifth best guy on the team. And he's got, like, 400 yards. So that's that. I'd be a little frightened if I was a Finns fan. Because, obviously, I don't know if there's going to be a week where all those guys are hurt again. Hmm. But that's a little worrying to me because, like, like where are you going to go in that scenario? However, we do. I think we do have some backups. The Pats did cut Isaiah Ford, so thanks for, like, the sixth Patriots. So we picked him up again. Conditional seventh. Thank you. So we picked up Isaiah Ford again. We did sign Antonio Callaway, though I'm not sure it's going to go on there. Lynn Bowden did play very well. He's definitely he does have some rookie mistakes, but you can tell he's like learning. And I believe the commentators were going on and on about how like two is learning like midway through the game. Mm. But Mike Gesicki, that's worrying. I think uh, Gesicki now looking at the tight ends, Zacherts definitely fell off. Oh yeah. So I wouldn't have him up there anymore. I'd probably have him as the fourth best tight end. Because I still think Andrews is better than him. And I think it's not really fair to say that Jackson only throws to him. Because I would say, uh, what's his face? Uh, Gesicki has also been gathering mm. a lot. I think, and then there's Kittle too. Kittle hasn't really been in the conversation this year because he's been mm-hmm. hurt. So actually I'd have him as five behind those four guys. And Waller. So just behind those four. But he's being a top five tight end. That's just, that's awesome. Yes. All right, do you like to do our um, next top game? Yeah, our next top game, the Steelers take a second straight loss at the Bills, 26-15. to And this was a game where the defenses did most of the work. I hate the Bills. Like, you can't even manage to beat, like, a sad team. Like, you can't ma- – I'm, I'm sorry, you can't manage to lose to an angry Steelers team. Like, no, you have to beat them by 11. Like, come on. You really couldn't have just lost one here. But no, now we're two games behind the Bills. Exciting. Yeah. 
Um, and I was thinking too, it's just, it's with that like situation. I, I use it when they were 11 and 0, thinking they were a Super Bowl contender, but like I don't see them as that anymore. Oh, no. Even at 11 and 2, no, they're just, their defense is awesome, but their offense just, if you, they have no run offense at all. James Conner has just fallen off completely. Their offensive line is old and hurt. Ben Roethlisberger can't throw the ball 30 yards anymore. He's, like, he's not accurate either. Mm. So I, I don't see them making it past the Chiefs. Yeah, I heard Burrow was pretty angry with how the offense was playing. So that just shows that like such a team player getting like so like uh, with just team atrocious that they can play. Yeah, and it's like to be honest, you got the Bengals next week. Like the 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 I it's not that the effort's not there. It's like this whatever at this point. They know they've they've made it. And um, speaking of. Mm. This this today we learned that um Nickelodeon is going to be airing a wild card game this year. Um, um very exciting news. I previously heard I think it was Disney was going to be doing one, and now um now Nickelodeon is too. That's something to look forward to. Wow. I can't even imagine what the what that's going to be like. Uh, and there's supposed to be like a SpongeBob event leading up to it. Oh, <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, yes. I would love to watch some SpongeBob before my football. Yeah, right. Oh, that, yes. Um, anyway, our next game, which was the aforementioned possible game of the year, Ravens at Browns. The uh, Lamar Jackson did a Paul Pierce and then came back and led the Ravens to a Forty-seven to forty-two win over the Browns. Browns now nine and four. The Ravens are eight and five, holding on to their dear playoff life. Uh, what did you think about this game? So I was actually really ro- rooting for the Browns to win, Same. so we still stay in the, like the playoff picture because I believe we do not have the tiebreakers right now. I'm currently checking out what the playoff picture is right now, but not not very good. I think so. And Lamar Jackson, too. I feel like he's really just what one thing the broadcaster said was that when he's having fun, he's unstoppable. And I think that's really mm. true. He only threw like, what, 15 passes. And but his yeah. running was on point. He, he threw 17 passes for 163 yards and touchdown. And he ran for two more touchdowns. And this game was actually the first game in NFL history with nine rush touchdowns. Um, wow. well, I think it was one pass touchdown, but yeah, it was. Yeah, I, th- I think it was like a 22 yard and a cream punch. Yeah, and now one thing I was very confused about was the end because I saw it, it was like, because I went to bed in like the third quarter and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, that, and then I wake up, it's like Tucker kicks game winning field goal, the Ravens, P Browns, 47 42. I'm like, if it was a game winning field goal, how'd they win by five? But it turns out Jarvis Landry took a safety. Aww. Pain. Uh, do you think the Br- the Browns with the Giants and Jets up next? How do you think they do in those two games? Um, I think the Giants could actually be a competition. I I still have hope for the Giants, 
but they're gonna they're just going to just slit the throats of the Jets. The Jets have no chance against against the team of the Browns. And I actually have the playoff picture right now. The Dolphins are still in it. They are currently at seventh. They're holding because... on to the fact that the Raiders cannot seem to win a game against any competent teams. Yeah, and that the Ravens are third in the AFC North right now. Yeah. And, yeah, I just – the Raiders really disappointed me this week. I thought they'd do better. I don't think the Colts – the thing with the Colts is that they're really just limited to what Phillip Rivers can do. Um, But I think they also proved mm. that their run game is a force to be reckoned with. I think Jonathan Taylor is a future pro bowler. Mm, yeah, though I did pick him up in fantasy because I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going to totally crush – but then I totally just looked over the fact that they have such a strong running game. Naeem Hines, Jonathan Taylor. I think they even have someone else in there who's They have Marlon Mack, good. but he's hurt. Yeah, they got Marlon Mack. So. And their offensive line is debatably the best in the league. Yeah, the rushing offense is very potent. Phillip Rivers is old, so they're going to be handing it off a lot. Again, the fact that he pretty much cannot move. Yeah, really. So, in fantasy next year, I wouldn't take a Colts running back unless something really devastating happens. I don't hope for. If if Carson Wentz ends up getting traded to the Colts, would you buy in for those running backs? Or would you still stay out on them? I'm going to still stay out because I think the Well, here's the thing. I've been looking to a, lo- a little more into Carson Wentz and why he's so, like, just bad this year and some people say that's because Frank Reich left right see he went off to go get some milk so I think with the whole reunite the whole reunion reunion yes the reunion with Frank Reich and Carson Wentz can really help because like it might just be like mentally or physically like so I think having his original like coach can really amplify his success. I also think too there's a bit of that team, the Super Bowl team, that I don't know. It seems now he's developed kind of a mental block, so he kind of second guesses some throws, and I feel like he's been a lot more free with the football this year too. But mm-hmm. I also think part of the problem is that the wide receiver core has been totally damaged. Like if you look back to what 2018. They had prime Zach Ertz. That's a thousand yard receiver. You had oh yeah Nelson Aguilar. He was besides his hands, he was a great great player. And then um, prime Alshon Jeffrey was also really good. And then they 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 also had like Legarrette Blount and a couple other strong running backs. And their offensive mm-hmm. line was easily top five. But now their offensive line is bottom five. The receivers are awful. It's just I I would not. Wentz does not deserve all the blame because I think if he was on a team that was just slightly... Like, if he was on the Raiders, I think they'd be in the same situation. Or I think Derek Carr on the Eagles, too, though, would make them better. I think Peterson, too. I think it's also Peterson's Mm -hmm. fault. I think he's kind of like Freddie Kitchens. But... Mm. Like, just rode the wave and just forgot that he has, like... He has to actually do something and help him improve more because no, no quarterback's perfect. But also, when exactly. you mentioned the Raiders, I'm just picturing Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, and Carson Wentz all on the same roster. Mm. Yeah, and speaking of perfect quarterbacks, uh, terrible injury. Um, Trace McSorley 
got hurt. But they're, uh, it's, it's reportedly not serious. So that is something you love to see. Um, we get taking a look at the other scores. The Packers defeated the Lions, I believe, by seven. Devontae Adams yes. is just, he's a madman. What is he, 14 touchdowns now? The man is insane. And it's not like, he's been going up this week. He didn't have anyone good guarding him, but like, Last week, he was two weeks ago, he was against Darius Slay, and that's like a legit lockdown type corner. Mm, yeah. And he still had 100 yards. He's fourth in catches, which is insane. And then sixth in yards and first in touchdowns. And he missed two games, and he left the first quarter and won. Like, I say this every week, but he's just, he's insane. Yeah, I think he could be like easily wide. Yeah, no, no doubt, wide receiver of the year. Yeah, I think he's definitely got himself on the. Because if you look at who could make the All Pro, I would think mm-hmm. um, DeAndre Hopkins would be one. But even then, I think Devontae Adams is. I would. I wouldn't go as far as to say Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league right now. Um, I think he'll be a ninety-nine in Madden by the end of the season, especially because he has the Panthers and the. Uh, he has the Titans too. Him against a Dory Jackson, that'll be fun. But um, mm. I think he's he's just um, he's just special. And I think too, I think he's gonna have to. He's gonna be bigger next year too, because I think if he doesn't get hurt, they're not gonna have enough money to re-sign Aaron Jones. So um, he's there's gonna be a lot less running, and he's gonna be mm. passed to a lot more. Yeah. Like I remember, last like in the beginning of the year, I I I had some doubts for the Packers, but they're freaking legit, okay? Like the fact that Aaron Rodgers, I believe he has been drived by the fact that the Packers had the audacity Same. to draft Jordan Love. Never, nevertheless, trade up in the first round to draft the Jordan Love, a completely unnecessary piece. So now he's projected to throw fifty touchdowns, which I believe can definitely happen. Yeah, I hope he breaks Brady's record, like. Well, so Brady actually does not have the record. Brady threw fifty. Yes, Peyton but, Manning has the record. Yeah, Manning's at what fifty? There's, he's not gonna get fifty-five. That if in order for yeah. him to get fifty-five, I think the most touchdowns you can get in consecutive weeks is twelve. I think that's maybe the most I've ever seen. Oh. And um, mm. just, just twelve. If even if you have those twelve, that puts you at fifty-one. The odds of you throwing four the next week, not that great. So I don't think he's going to get there. Mm. I think he can hit 50. Maybe if he's lucky, he'll hit 51. Yeah, I think he can hit 51. Like, the offense is just so talented. They're playing, like, the Titans, you said, have a really bad pass defense, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that Devontae Adams, the complete beast of a man, is going up a pretty bad pass defense. Like, that's just so massive for Aaron Rodgers' stats. Yeah, and I also think... Aside from Kevin Byard, their safety room is like completely depleted. So you've also got oh. my guy Marquez Valdez Scanling, who <laughs> is their speedster. You got him. I think though the true X factors of the offense are the tight ends because I think Tanyan Tanyan is a top ten tight end. I would think just off this year alone, he's been balling. He's been a massive touchdown receiver. Um. Yeah. And I feel like he goes under the radar because I feel like he'll be quiet and then all of a sudden it's like 25-yard touchdown. Um, mm. And then I think the I think Mercedes Lewis, too, my man, he's just 
what is he? I think he's 36 now. He's still balling out with an average of two two catches for 19 yards a game. Yeah. Um. So Actually, I wanna, you know what? Mm-hmm. You go. Uh, I was. You can go first. I have to gather my thoughts. All right, so I actually forgot to put this in our notes for today, but the Eagles upset the Saints yes, twenty-four right. to twenty-one. Like Jalen Hurts, okay, bro. Like yeah, he's he's the real deal. Yeah, I was hoping also, too. He was he's so good. I was hoping that I wanted I wanted the Packers to draft him, um, out of even as because I didn't want. I heard him go as early as second round, which he did end up going. But I think I did say I did actually say that I wanted the Packers to draft a quarterback because I just thought Tim Boyle was not it. And so I was like, you know, yeah. Jalen Hurts fills that role at quarterback, and I thought they could use him in a similar similar role as Taysom Hill, um, mm-hmm. which they actually have been doing the Eagles because he did run seventeen times. Yeah. So, would you like to go now with your thoughts? Well, I mean, would you... So, with that game, I... The Saints' defense wasn't awful. Like, they played... They only allowed, what, 24 points? That's that's fine. But I, I just... You can't be losing to the Eagles. And I think a loss... Mm. If they hadn't been in that division, a loss would have eliminated them from the playoffs. But, you know, NFC least... Actually, uh... Three of the four NFC East teams got a win this week. Um, who's your now? Because we also talk about this every week. Who's your projected winner to win the NFC East now? NFC East now. So this is really tough. The Giants had a crucial loss against the Cardinals. The football team, I believe, won last week. They Correct. did. They beat the uh, 49ers. They did beat the 49ers. So I think the football team is going to win this division, but their upcoming schedule calls for the Seahawks, which I think they actually can beat. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's the Panthers, who, which I think they will lose to. So I believe they are 6-7. and seven, Yeah. Or, yeah, 6-7. and seven. So I think, yeah, 7-9, seven, seven and 8-8, eight and eight, they'll win the division. Because the Giants also have the Ravens. And the Browns, so that's like two back-to-back yeah. losses. Mm-hmm. I think football team wins this. I also it's the same thing I've been saying about the um, the wild card race. There's going to be a lot more losing than winning. I think. Um, mm. All right, because I think the NFC East has played good as of late, but just the beginning of the season, they there were some tough losses, um, and I don't really see that changing that much either. So. Mm. Yeah, they were so bad. Like the entire division has just fallen to pieces. They're like the redheaded stepchild of the NFL now. And it's like, oh yay, the Cowboys dead last. Yeah. So huh, you love to see it, non-Cowboys fans. Uh um, so another last thing to touch on, some closing notes. If you had to Yes. I just want to hear right now with no notes, no preparation. Who are your top five Super Bowl contenders? Top five Super Bowl contenders. One, Miami Dolphins. Nah. <laughs> I doubt they're going to win the division. But no. Um, Chiefs, Titans, definitely. Packers. 
and either the Browns or the Bills. Hmm. I don't. I think the Browns can beat the Bills. I think even though the Browns lost, they they showed up last night. And remember, yeah. they're playing the worst team in the AFC. The worst. Divi- oh, no, wait, they're a division winner, actually. So they'll be playing. They could play the Dolphins in the first round. That'd be interesting. Who would you have winning that game in the playoffs? Uh, winning Finns, Browns? No, uh, Finns, Bills. Oh, so, yeah, we're playing them in Week 17. Oh, so epic. that's back-to-back games in Buffalo. I would not, in Buffalo. Yeah, in the, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the game they televised on Sunday night. Yeah, that's two back-to-back This what, January games, actually. January games in Buffalo. Yeah, probably both on, like, Sunday night football. I, I am so worried if we're playing the Bills. Like, I really hope we literally don't have to play the Bills at all. I hope they get eliminated in the first round. I do not feel like dealing with them. Yeah, I would say the Bills are probably a better team, but I also think the fact that in Miami it's just all warm and sunny right now, and here in New England, I look mm-hmm. outside and there's snow on the ground, and you got to th- and Buffalo is higher than us too. Buffalo is so worse. They're having blizzards right now. You bet. So mm-hmm. I I don't see. I would I could see them winning the last game. I can't see them winning a playoff game, especially Buffalo's a tough environment to play in. Yeah. And the fans don't help either, smashing themselves through wooden tables. Yeah, oh, wooden. I've I've only seen plastic, but wooden, that's a different breed. <laughs> the Bills fans are different breeds of human. Like, they're just entirely different subspecies. Mm. All right, so um, that's all we have today. Uh, this has been Professional Ranters. I have, as always, have been Cheese Man. And Finkel has also been, you know, fickly. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see you guys.